0: You've tuned in the Bellingham podcast for the week of August 8th, 2021. This is episode 197. From that, is that overcast? City by the Sailor Sea, I'm AJ Barsay. And straight out of 98226,
1: I am Chris Powell. On this episode, AJ and I are wrapping up the six part series about getting out of your house and getting back into Bellingham. Here's the scenario, ladies and gentlemen you're in town on business, attending a conference or are visiting family friends, and you've heard lots of great things about the city by the Salish Sea, and you've listened to all of AJ and Chris's previous episodes about where to go, what to eat, what to drink, and what to do, and you still want more. Now what? Well, here we go again. This is the Bellingham Podcast
0: in a six-part, six-time championship. How you doing, Chris?
1: I'm doing just fine, AJ. How about yourself?
0: Uh, doing good, dude. Uh, this is nice. Uh, I'm not saying that the drought's over, but hey, uh, this moisture in the air. I can't see blue sky for once.
1: Yeah, the view is a little uh, obscured right now, not from any kind of smoke or other uh, obscurities, but uh, yeah, we got a little bit of precipitation in the air. Um, AJ, before we begin on a little bit of TikTok for uh, other places that need to be Mentioned for our uh, listeners to check out because we approve of them. We're gonna roll in quality assurance and uh, the TikTok all in one. Of course. Um, I want to make mention of a couple things that have happened recently that um, I just want to make mention because I'm co-host and by cracky I'm gonna use my voice. Um, so last week, uh, well, let me back up for for the bulk of my youth growing up. Uh, in, in a little town called Sequim or Squim, Washington. <laughs> uh, on Saturday afternoons, I may have mentioned this a couple times on uh, previous, uh, previous episodes, but I would go over to my grandpa's uh, mobile home that was on our acre of land and I would watch from 12 p.m. to 5.05 p.m. Uh, five hours of wrestling, pro wrestling on TV. And it was a wonderful time I got to hang out with my grandpa and, and watch pro wrestling in the 80s. And from 3.05 Pacific time to 5.05 Pacific time, Superstation WTBS in Atlanta had World Championship Wrestling from the National Wrestling Alliance before it became WCW and before it became what it is today. That being said, uh, for a good amount of the 19 uh, late 80s, I watched a heel, meaning bad guy, tag team called the Midnight Express, managed by Jim Cornette. Back when I was a Ute, I didn't like them. I thought Jim Cornette was a loudmouth, and he never shut up, and he was a rabble All true. rouser. And, All true. Yes, and the, and the Midnight Express consisted of uh, Loverboy Dennis Condry and Beautiful Bobby Eaton and later years Sweet Stan Lane. Um, beautiful Bobby Eaton was one of the coolest wrestlers that I could watch because one of his moves was an off-the-top rope leg drop. Now, yeah. Th- and yeah, you think Hulk Hogan's leg drop off the ropes was something? Come off about 10 feet in the air. Yeah. As you're landing on your opponent, and no, oh, by the way, uh, they they don't try to injure their opponents. They're taking care of them. And this is a professional who, when he landed, it did not hurt his opponent that bad, but it looked, oh my gosh, that looked yeah, like it hurt. It's a show. Um, this past week, uh, Mr. Beautiful Bobby Eaton uh, passed away at the age of 62, and I'm an unofficial member of the Cult of Cornette, meaning I am a fan of uh, the Jim Cornette uh, podcasts that you hear out there. I'm a fan of old-time wrestling. At least the 80s and early 90s-ish. But uh, sad day, uh, you know, sad time. And um, I just wanted to make mention of uh, a really cool wrestler from my life uh, growing up and how much I enjoyed uh, seeing, you know, rooting against them. Yeah. But uh, from what I heard, and here's the thing, bad guys uh, may not necessarily be like that in real life. Uh, There were so many tweets in the twitterville even though i don't have twitter i heard about it oh yeah (laughs) so many wrestlers would say that in the locker room and outside of the wrestling ring bobby eaton was one of the nicest sweetest gentlest coolest guys you'd ever want to know so um Condolences to the Eaton family. Uh, Little known fact for those of you who are real old-time wrestling fans, he was married to superstar Bill Dundee's daughter Donna. So keeping it in the wrestling family. Second thing that I want to mention, um, a couple years ago I made mention of a bassist who passed away uh, for the band called Motorhead. His name's Lemmy. Uh, Ian Kilmister, also known as Lemmy. Fun fact, uh, he often asked his friends, Lemmy a Five, for uh, some smokes and a beer. And so the nickname Lemmy, Lemmy. came uh, into play. He passed away a couple years ago. Uh, he was one of my influences, not from his lifestyle as a rock star, mind you, but just from the bombastic bass that he played in for 30 plus, maybe 40 years in Motorhead. Uh, recently, one of my other major influences for playing bass guitar uh, passed away his name was Dusty Hill, and uh, he was with ZZ Top for about 50 darn years, and uh, I was really sad about that. Um, The one thing about Dusty Hill, who's like a second vocalist, a second guitarist based on the distortion he put in his bass sound, because Billy Gibbons is, you know, a prime majesty of blues guitar from a rock standpoint. Dusty had this undercurrent of groove that could not be stopped and it was just so uh eager i learned how to play zz top songs when i first learned how to play guitar and the bass was always right there and it was easy for me to do that one of the things that um helped me out in my bass playing when i would be playing live i didn't know how to really position my bass on the strap and i would if you can picture Shrugging your shoulders. I was shrugging my right shoulder playing my bass for about two hours, and I would have consistent trapezius sore neck muscles as a result because I'm kind of intense and I'm clenching when I'm playing bass because I'm nervous blah 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 Watching Dusty Hill live in 1980 in this live in Germany uh, video that I had acquired and for some reason his right arm was fully outstretched uh, you know like not shrugging And I'm looking at him play, and he's doing the same kind of, you know, 16th notes that I'm doing uh, playing a song. I'm like, well, what if I lowered my bass, not like a (laughs) Blink-182 punk rock star. Thank you. Uh, But what if I just lowered my bass and where I was able to fully outstretch my arm? Uh, And son of a gun, I did not have any of those neck muscle problems. And so that became how I roll. It's not the correct posture according to uh, professional bassists who've had the, you know, instruction and training. But you know what? They're not it works taking, for you. It works for me, and they're not taking care of my neck. So uh, very sad about lo- uh, uh, us losing Dusty Hill. Um, and I hope that uh, you know everyone gets a chance to listen to not just LaGrange and Sharptress Man. Go into some deep cuts. Go into some <laughs> of these obscure songs like $10 Man. And go into like um, Blue Jean Blues. And go into a song, oh, I'm picking one from Random, uh, Beer Drinkers and Hellraisers. <laughs> If you want a groove that'll nod your head and wiggle your uh, gluteus, Took us. that'll work. Took that, us. That's uh, one of the songs that uh, got me going when I was in high school. Anyway, wanted to uh, make mention of that, uh, and thanks for your time for letting me blab about a
0: couple uh, in. Uh, Heroes of mine, I'd say. Yeah, uh, who have passed help, away helped formed the uh, the sultry baritone voice that you hear, uh,
1: so to speak. I guess that that and I didn't want my voice to crack when I was a teenager, so I made sure that I had a deeper voice. Moving on, moving on. Uh, let's talk about uh, some other areas in Bellingham that we really enjoy. We've been to, we approve of, uh, that we want to make mention since we've covered a whole lot of bases in giving you ideas about what to do and where to go around town. One of the things that you know we made mention of in a previous episode in this mini-series is about to get uh, some Bellingham souvenirs. Um, In addition to finding some cool hats of Bellingham, if you want some uh, mesh-type trucker hats with perhaps the Bellingham on it, in addition to that, there's a tremendous amount of healthy food that we have available uh, in this place. The Community (laughs) Fo-op, oh, that was a good one. Community Fo-op, no, the Community Co-op in Bellingham, there's one downtown and there's one over in the Cordata uh, area off of Meridian, two locations to serve your health, uh, healthy food choice needs. But they also have some pretty cool souvenirs uh, to take home with you of uh, your time in Bellingham. Uh, so that was my tick. AJ, talk.
0: So for me, I'm going to go and have, it's in the same vein as food, uh, and it's outside of Bellingham. It's between us and Nooksack. And what I'm going to tell you is, of course, Captain Get Out approved, you're going to head on 542 heading towards Mount Baker. But, dear listener... You're going to come uh, come up to a roundabout once you enter the... Uh, Nugent's Corner? Nugent's Corner, thank you. and No relation to Ted Nugent, by the n- way. Wrong, yep, yeah, no, not that, new no. A no. different, a different, different uh, Nugent. Uh, yes, exactly. Uh, uh, if you're heading out towards Baker, if you're heading east, you'll notice that there is a you pick berry farm called Shumway's. Shumways. Shumways. Now, Shumways—they're uh, the goods. I've uh, my I've, my son and uh, our family have gone out there to pick for several seasons. But what's great is um, very small farm uh, honor code. Basically, like you go out, they provide a bucket. You go out into the the fields and you pick whatever berries you want. They've had they have berries uh, like raspberries of. If you think you like raspberry, even if you don't think you like raspberry, go out there and pick some because they have different varietals. Like they have a Squamish raspberry. They have different varietals of blackberry, blueberry. And you can just, you pay by the weight. There's a little stand right there and you can put in cashola or they also accept um, digital. So you can do, I think PayPal or Venmo. I can't remember which one. That's cool. Um, I usually bring cashola, there you go. but um, yeah, it's just, it's a great experience. And it's you don't get much more terroir than, you know, picking right straight from the field and putting it into your uh, five-year-old's hands and sticky uh, hands and mouth.
1: Continuing the healthy food theme with some berries for yourself. Yes, I like it. Um, We've talked a couple of times about uh, places to go and things to do in Fairhaven. Uh, Exit 250, I believe, on the Interstate 5. One of the places in Fairhaven that we did not did Not make mention of uh, when you want to get a voluminous and delicious <laughs> scoop of ice cream, there's a place called uh Edeline Dairy yeah. that is in Fairhaven, and uh, the, I believe they are based in Linden. I think the mother, right, yeah. yeah, the mothership is uh, on North uh, Guide Meridian, uh, in, in Linden, but they have a Fairhaven uh place of business establishment. Uh, I, 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 I often have to order a kid's cone just because I don't want my spleen to evolt with the, uh, with the staff's g- gregarious... Generous amount of ice cream that is uh, handed to me when you order a small one scoop. But anyway, check out Edeline Dairy in Fairhaven in the
0: summertime. Nothing's better. Uh, talk. So in that same vein, in in Fairhaven, there's also Serena's Gelato. Which oh is, yeah, you know a, a, a crowd favorite. And I'm going to take a different angle on the the ice cream uh, vein. So really, there's there's four really big ice cream creameries here in in, uh, in and around Bellingham. There's Edeline. There's Serena's gelato, and i'm I'm saying ice cream in general, folks. Yes, I know gelato is Italian ice cream, and it's got a different percentage of like milk fat, and all this other stuff. you're welcome, honey. Anyway, you have uh, chocolate necessities, and you have mallard's ice cream. Now, at, Mallard's and Chocolate Necessities and Serena, there is dairy-free options for those that have either the intolerance or like my family allergies, but the one that I want to showcase is actually uh, Chocolate Necessities because, dear listener, if you are lactose intolerant or you have to have dairy-free in your, your life and you still like a really darn good chocolate ice cream, they are your hookup. They have probably the single best chocolate ice cream that, like, uh, I can't can't remember what it's made out of. I think it's just chocolate and water and magic because I don't think they use any other, like, nut or dairy or any other substitution in there Uh, chocolate and if you're listening you can reach out and correct me if i'm wrong but um my son's been able to have it ever since he's had his plethora of allergies in his life so i just want to throw that out especially in in if you're coming through town and you're on dietary restrictions and you really want on these hot days not today folks but like you know the heat dome two months that we've had and you really want a good chocolate ice cream i can't recommend them enough
1: you know um I think when you go, if if I may make a recommendation for uh, Serena Gelato in Fairhaven, I think the best time to be able to visit it is Saturdays at 3 p.m. <laughs> because when you can do that, you get your little transistor radio. Because I know all the kids have those little transistor radios with the C uh, C batteries and things like that, and they tune it to the 102 area, the 102.3 FM, uh, and and KMRE is a community uh, powered station here that will broadcast our show on Saturdays while you're having the sirena gelato
0: or or chris um if, if you're uh, more of a, a young and you might just be tuning into us on kmre.org or wherever you like to get uh your favorite podcasts uh, of choice on these other transistor devices called phones <laughs> oh chris. oh, that
1: one yes exactly fair <laughs> enough well you know saturdays the three we're blessed to be able to have kmre uh air our episode i was able to listen to it as my beautiful wife and I were driving around doing errands oh, this past weekend. And golly, it was uh, just really weird to hear my voice. It always is, but to hear us on the radio is just one of those things. that's like, hey, that's pretty cool.
0: Ooh, and also, uh, if you're listening to Chris right now, and if you've heard in the last two episodes, last, last three episodes, um, our, our tonality has kind of shifted a little bit. Chris got his mic fixed. So, yeah. So we're back to a nice, creamy, cl- crispy podcasting.
1: Now we just got to remember to charge the battery before we begin recording Oops. anyway. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, got the, got the technical difficulties undifficultied. Uh, and moving on, uh, as you are enjoying that scoop of... Uh, Le glass, as Napoleon said in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, uh, w- when you want to get lost in a bookstore full of hidden gems and don't want to deal with a national chain, you know, we've already made mention of the other awesome. Independent bookstore that is splat in the in the, heart. In, the in
0: the village in splat the... In, splat in the village of our fair community.
1: That's right. But I also want to make mention of another bookstore because guess what? Reading analog books is good for you. Uh, <laughs> Eclipse Bookstore in Fairhaven just has uh, rows and stacks of books and treasures to be found. And if there is any kind of, if you are a hunter uh, looking for something, you know, uh, the cool gift, I bet you you could probably find a really cool book that means a lot to you or that would some, that would mean a lot to someone on your gift list, whomever that might be. Uh, Eclipse Bookstore, it's over there uh, next to, uh, I believe it's Blessings Spa. Uh, I'll believe you on that one. Yeah, I, I drive by it at high speeds, and so I kind of use my eyes to check that. But anyway, in Fairhaven, check out Eclipse Bookstore Talk.
0: Also in the vein of, of, of Captain Get Out, I I recently, so a listener reached out and actually asked like, um, Hey, I am getting in, you know, they're a listener to the show and they're like, Hey, I am getting into, uh, wanting to get out more, especially because we've been having great weather. Um, but they had one caveat. They wanted to be out in the woods. But they were kind of like you. They didn't want to go on a hike.
1: Yeah, the the gut busting <laughs> uh, where my legs fall off hike.
0: Yeah. So so in DMing back and forth, uh, what they what they want to do is they want to work towards uh, doing the oyster dome, but they're not they're not there yet. And so they just asked, they want to be out in the woods and they want something that's a little bit shaded and stuff because it's been hot recently, but easy going. And so I threw out the Stimson Reserve. So the Stimson Reserve, if you're heading out towards uh, like. I guess Sudden Valley I guess is the most most uh, landmark. Head open. out on Lakeway. Head out on Lakeway and you're heading out towards Sudden Valley uh, and, and the Simpson Reserve is basically, I don't remember how many acres it is, but it is easy going um, trail uh, you're out in the woods, and you—I I call it—you go as far as you want to go. I would probably say it's probably the—the the bath basin for forest bathing in Bellingham. That's a lot of bees. Uh, you're welcome, Captain Illiterate. There you go. If you've been listening to us and you're like, hey, you know, you—you—you want to start hiking and stuff, you want to feel more in the outdoors, you don't want to do the urban scene. That was what this listener was uh, describing to me. Then I would point you towards the Simpson Reserve. Um, it's also uh, it, it's also a little bit more um, disconnected. So like, if you want to have not the greatest uh, connectivity. It's also a good way to disconnect as well. Very good.
1: Um, to get out and about. Yes. Uh, this one is more getting in and getting, uh, when you want to get pampered, when you want to pamper yourself. In. Yes, exactly. You're here in town and you got some <laughs> family and you got a little bit of opportunity for the, uh, for the comforts in life. And uh, I'll be talking a little bit more about comfort food coming up. But um, there is a really... Uh, high-quality spa in the heart of downtown Bellingham. Uh, Sandalwood Spa on Magnolia uh, is... Right in the heart, uh, you know, park blocks away. It's a it's a quick jaunt over there. They have all kinds of the spa-related uh, amenities available. I personally, uh, as I'm as I'm winking right now at the five zero, um, I'm noticing that my skin isn't going to take care of itself, and so they have a guy's uh, facial moisturizing uh, thing, an express uh, facial type thing, and I got some. What um, you know, in the past, I really was impressed with the thoroughness and the uh, expertise that they have as they were using the jackhammer to get rid of all the grit and uh, impurities off of my skin, blackheads, you name it. Guys, take care of yourself. You you want to be looking good for that special someone. Anyway, Sandalwood Spa is pretty cool uh, in Magnolia Street. AJ.
0: One of the things I want to throw out that's kind of quintessential Bellingham, very subdued geek scene up here. And there's a comic shop that has moved locations several times. And right now, they're I think they're off straight off of Holly in, in downtown Bellingham, right right up from the, when we did our walk-in tour, as it were. And so it's called the uh, the Comics Place. And the thing about this place is it's bounced around town in, in my over decade that I've been in Bellingham. And it's when, been the shop where if you're a geek and you want to get immersed into back catalogs of comics um you know Chris you and I have talked about like y- there's there's two vinyl places and that that vinyl culture has has a collectors like collector's mentality and stuff Mm -hmm. but it's also a connoisseur of like its content this is original content that you really want to have because you want to consume it not just collect it and the comics for me like even as a kid like that that was that was my initial gateway drug into quote collecting but it was because it's something i every you know week or two weeks or a month i wanted the next issue and the comics place during our our lockdowns and stuff um, I know that the, their physical store, which the new place off of Holly Street, you know, w- is great. I mean, it's, it's a, a large comic shop oh, yeah. um, with pinball tables in the back, Bring quarters, if you, especially if you have a five-year-old that uh, you want to keep occupied so you can go through back catalogs. <laughs> Pro parenting tip from a geek right there. So, no, um, I recently I, I noticed that their doors are back open downtown um, awesome. after we did our walking tour and stuff. And I've been meaning to weave them into the show. Uh, and so I wanted to throw that out, like uh, as we come back out and for us geeks, you know, if we don't support um, our local comic shops, like they're already a dying breed as they are. And uh, yes, I know there's digital comics and yes, I've, I've read them there and stuff, but there's, and, and yes, I know there's also a growing trend of NFTs, but like, again, from this geek of the uh late 80s to early 90s that came into his own for comics there's something there's something about going through and getting you know going through those dusty volumes and that smell of old parchment of those comics and finding you know a spider-man 231 or you know whatever whatever your uh comic verse was and you know reliving it because you know let's face it there there, there was only so many of those that are in print and once they're gone then you're only going to have the digital version. So I'm going to get off my geeky soapbox on that one.
1: I'm going to I'm going to pick up that geeky soapbox and just make a a, a pitch to those who may not be comic book aficionados or in the ilk, if you will. Um, the if you haven't gotten into graphic novels or comic books of this uh, type, there's an old saying: the first, the most important step in starting a journey is the first one. Go into the comics place, pick one that looks appealing to you. And support the local business and enjoy it. You never know where that might take you mm-hmm. uh, for other ideas and or talk to the staff. It's like, I like this. I've seen oh. this. Uh, and then they can give you some uh, recommendations for what they might have in stock.
0: They they, they have a village books worthy uh, digest of knowledge. Uh, if you if you're just if you go in there, and just like, look, I've been watching the whole Marvel stuff and I'm really into Thor. Where do I start? They will point you in the direction. Like, it, it, you know, th- yeah, I can't, I can't laud them enough. And like I said, um, just wanted to throw them out.
1: All right, very cool. Moving on to the pampering uh, uh, trend that I was on, I, there's a unique, when you want to have a, a unique relaxation experience, mm-hmm. and you, there's a whole lot of great massage therapy jo- uh, joints around, there's yeah. a whole lot of spas around, but there's one unique one that I had an opportunity to uh, enjoy with my wife. Uh, still life, massage, and float. In oh, this is a new one. The, uh, it's been around for a while. Oh
0: no, new one. I haven't heard you tell me the story.
1: Exactly. So uh, my wife and I were blessed with an opportunity to uh, indulge in one of their still life, massage, and floats. It's a great way for some therapy. Uh, you are in a, a room where you have. I'm gonna. I'm gonna throw out an '80s uh, or '70s or early '80s reference of Mork and Mindy. When Mork arrives uh, from Ork. On Earth, he arrives in a bit of an egg-shaped de- uh, spaceship, if you will. Greetings, Earthlings. Uh, uh, nano, nano, and there. But but here's the thing: this is a uh, enclosed container, and unfortunately, I'm not the uh, expert on the description of it. But I felt myself. Now I'm an eighth of a ton. Yes. And they have enough Epsom salts or enough uh, you know salts like you would have in a bathtub that I was unable to reach the bottom.
0: Oh, crazy. The salination Um, was high. uh,
1: Yes. And so I was able to just simply float uh, for about 20 to 30 minutes. And uh, it was very therapeutic. uh, You know, when you, it was very relaxing. It was a little, um, I wasn't, used to this experience, but after a while I kind of got into it and it was like, all right, this is a a great way to, uh, quiet my mind, quiet my body. There was nothing going on. You could have music playing, you know, on the, in the apparatus that you, uh, it's not like a tanning bed. It is more like a little mini pool that has a cover over it that you can, uh, just float and let your thoughts, uh, wander. Uh, they're in the bellwether area, And uh, Still Life Massage and Float. Uh, Go ahead and check them out. And it's it's a definite pampering uh, relaxation experience. Crazy.
0: Yes. Okay, so going back to our our multiple cultures here in in Bellingham, one of the places that is like the quintessential locals meet-up place for all things, just, you know, it's 5 o'clock on a Friday, and you have somebody coming into town that you haven't seen since the plague, and they
1: have a certain appreciation of a certain type of drink.
0: <laughs> if you, if you, yes, if if you're like, let's let's say there were two guys that were podcasters out of uh, Eugene, Oregon, that talk about watches of the forty and twenty variety, <laughs> and they came through town. Uh, you might want to meet them at some place like Elizabeth Station. Yes, Elizabeth Station, and and Chris and I, you know, we don't hit all, on a, a lot in the drankeries, but this is one of those places where. It's not just a drinkery, but a congregation place. So it's it's, it's located in a pretty cool part of our, our town because um, you you're adjacent to the bay and you have like some old churches and stuff that are there. There's also Broadway Hall, which is a cool uh, wedding venue. Um, I've I've actually been to a wedding in that venue. And it's it's a real a reception at that uh, that hall and it's really gorgeous. Yeah. But what's cool about this vibe of of town is you're kind of up and away from um, where the youths might be hitting um, the scene, like we've talked about in the previous episodes in the series. You're kind
1: of like in the rotator cuff, away from the heart of Bellingham.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um. And yeah. And it's also bike friendly. Like, if uh, a lot of people from the the Roosevelt area or the Fountain District and stuff, like a lot of people bike to this. Yeah.
1: Place. It's a neighborhood. Uh, it's a neighborhood, neighborhood joint. joint so. But what I would what I would say from Elizabeth Station every time I go there. I encounter decision fatigue. There are so many Valid. selections to jo- to choose from. And oftentimes I'm like, okay, I'll take this one. And, yeah. you know, and of course the staff are very knowledgeable and they're very patient and cool uh, for that. So um, Elizabeth Station is the one-stop shop for the whole variety of things.
0: Yes, which is why I say, like, if you have somebody in town and you want to meet up, since the plague, for mm-hmm. a drink, it's the place to go because you, they will find something there.
1: Very cool. So um, we got a couple uh, last ones to do. The one I want to hit on, as far as you know, the, from a beer and cider selection, uh, Elizabeth Station has your hookup. Yeah. Some of you who may be appreciating the vino. This is oh, going to valid. this is going to take you back into the heart of uh, Bellingham, around Bay Street and around Champion Street. It's in a it's in a little bit of a triangle downhill type uh, building. There's a there's a, a place called Seifert and Jones Wine Merchants, and I've been in there a couple of occasions. Incredibly knowledgeable staff, very friendly uh, when you need to get the perfect bottle of wine. Now, if this is a, a you're going to a dinner party, uh, you are. Uh, toasting something Mm -hmm. or you want to be able to uh, thank someone for uh, a a favor they did for you with a nice uh, bottle of wine Um, they have not only an extensive amount of uh, selections available but they have gift cards available as well so check out Seaford and Jones downtown uh, for wine merchants for all the vino needs.
0: So, so for my last pick uh, of this, and, uh, you know, if, you, if you've been trying to get the vibe of this episode, Chris and I have been trying to find the more obscure places that we haven't really focused on in the last six episodes. Yeah, but we still want
1: to make mention. They aren't obscure. They're worldwide. Oh, they are worldwide. But we want to make mention because this is about Bellingham and we are Bellingham. Hashtag we are Bellingham. Bellingham. <laughs> yeah, all right. Go-
0: <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. Oh, wow. You're doing the whole like, you know, social media stuff now. Oh, no, man. <laughs> no. Stop it. Anyway. <laughs> okay. 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 Fine. Fine fine, Chris. All right. So I have a new place for us. Okay. And it's off of Magnolia street in downtown and it's called seven spices cafe. Now I'll give, uh, give everyone a nice helpful hint. If you want a really, really good lunch where you, you're going to be hard-pressed, even even for you, Chris, with uh, an eighth of a ton. You will have a hard time just eating one dish from them because they're a shawarma place. So you're going to get an order, um, this pita-wrapped thing of awesomeness, and not no, I'm not. I'm not going to say like pita, like pita pit type of thing or a wrapper type of thing. This is not anything like what we've had in Bellingham. You have an in-house-made pita wrapped around a lamb and or, or a chicken type of rotisserie thing with uh house sauces and vegetables and it is huge it is mammoth okay and it is also tasty as all get out now here is the fun date Uh, either date weekend or, or, or if you have like, if you have a kiddo and you want to have fun as a family, you're going to hit up seven spices cafe for a a lunch, walk a block and go to the ruckus room, which if you recall quite some episodes back before we did our, our, our new little grand tour that we've been doing of uh, coming back to Bellingham, we talked about the ruckus room and that was our local arcade. Now that the pandemic is, is loosening restrictions, you still have to have a mask and sanitize often by using their arcade boxes, but you can also go to the ruckus room. And, you know, what better place to sit down and get a big plate full of chow, which would be Chris Powell approved, and then you maybe work it off hitting the paddles on a pinball machine and, and you know, blow about $5 in tokens. Uh, that That's my my combo to wrap up the show. And you know what?
1: I... I've Thoroughly appreciate that fork that they uh, have. Thinking we should probably stick a fork in this show and actually in this series.
0: Do that wraps up this edition of the Bellingham Podcast. Thank you again so much for listening to us, rating us, reviewing us, wherever you like to keep uh If you're in the Bellingham area, you might be listening to us on Camry 102.3 FM. They are community powered and they're
1: streaming all over the darn place. It's KMRE. That's E is an excellent
0: radio dot org. And on that note. Hey, it's starting to uh, clear up. I'm AJ Barsay,
1: and I'm Chris Powell. Thanks very much for joining us once again on the Bellingham Podcast. We are free away from the big one. Yes, I know. Exactly, can't we?